0: We're going to dance, we're going to dance, we're going to dance, and have some fun. Dig. Dig.
1: Galactic Groovers, this is going to be just kind of a quick download of how the energy has been the past few days, what the sun has been up to, what the Schumann has been up to, what I've been up to, uh, hopefully quickly because I'm off to get my booster shot finally so I can maybe start living. A little more semi-normally like the other um, fully vaccinated people with a normal immune system. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, And I want to get this out just in case I feel a little puny for a day or day and a half. Hopefully my air filter machine going off uh, loud and annoyingly isn't going to make this sound bad. All right. Not too distracting. Um, let's see. So the Schumann was calm, like super calm, a little below normal for weeks. And, um, during those times, sometimes I get really tired. Uh, I did have more tiredness, but I kind of felt like I got into the rhythm of it with all of the contact with cetaceans that I've been doing. But when it went off, uh, this weekend and, um, had a, some pretty significant spikes and then a really big one for an extended hour or two. Um, I felt it, it reminded me a bit of the way I would have felt like If I didn't drink coffee for a month and then all of a sudden had a double espresso, just that high energy surge, which when it was in a regular pattern, the Schumann resonance, when it was like calm for three or four days and then some spiking in activity and then calm and then spiking in activity, I had kind of adjusted to that pattern So that neither was having as much of a physical effect on me. Um, So this long period of calmness seemed to kind of sync me up with the earth in such a way that when the blast came, uh, I felt it much harder than I was before. Um, It may just be that I'm becoming more sensitive to it overall. I'm not entirely sure. Like everybody, I am just piecing these things together like little little threads, weaving what seems to be my reality. Uh, I never claim to have it all figured out or know it all. We're just all out here expressing ourselves, hoping that whatever we speak out there into the void touches those who resonate. Uh, with it or it resonates with them and that that creation adds more positive power to the grid to the overall human consciousness so the Schumann. while that has been happening there have been some pretty significant solar eruptions, these are our halo eruptions, which means that it is erupting on the non earth facing side of the sun. Um, but it's so big that it's basically creating, you know, like a big, uh, blast radius. And so we still get some of the byproduct of that anyway. But what I found interesting is two things that have developed, um, normally there's there's something called the planetary k index uh which kind of measures the strength of the solar radiation coming in through earth's ionosphere what's hitting earth directly and um it's normally measured down in the a and b range and we've kind of had like a baseline level of the sun, um, putting out that output between the coronal holes and, um, the solar winds and the, the, um, sunspots all kind of together in their normal pattern. Um, and over the last week or so, we have, uh, bumped up to a baseline of a C flare a C-Class, uh, a C on the K-Index, C-Class Flare, that gives you um, Aurora, it gives you um, Wi-Fi and satellite disruption, GPS disruption sometimes, but it's really not that potent, and other than making your apps a little slower and that sort of thing, it's it's more like an inconvenience than... Um, a Power grid threat or any of the major things that the media keeps talking about and trying to scare people with uh, So the The baseline having a baseline of C flares Having a baseline planetary K index of C the problem with that is That when we have events which are a larger flare uh or coronal mass hole, or, um, I love calling it a mass hole, uh, or big, you know, solar flares. Um, sometimes there's things called solar tsunamis. Anyway, any activity going on in the sun, uh, directed towards earth, which is above that sea flare level is going to hit us harder because... And so what, what that does is that it starts to push us up into the, the, um, you know, X flare level, which is the, uh, oh, our power grid level. So that's an interesting development. And all the solar weather experts are talking about, um, see why I haven't been doing anything or putting out podcasts. I can barely talk um, so the solar weather as experts watching the Sun and me just watching the Sun because I mean you can see on the picture the side that is turning towards earth right now um, there is a big-ass bright spot on the limb there's like a whole bunch of sunspots in that area and um, it could be a wild ride over the next week which means more Schumann activity, more solar flares. But the difference uh, that I noticed, especially um, over the last 24 hours, when the bright spot, the halo eruption started, um, we had a much higher solar wind than we normally see. Normal is somewhere in the 300 range, like on a scale of 100 to 500 average. And so 300 is what's considered normal-ish. So it was getting up to like 550. And so when that uh, halo went off, it it feels like these things are hitting us faster. And it also feels like those who are a little more sensitive to it or more aware of it than others, um, like feel it when it's happening. Uh, At least that's how it's feeling for me. Because I will feel a shift in my body and I'll be like, okay, what just happened in the universe? And uh, I go look it up and every time there has been some sort of a sun uh, eruption. But, and this isn't to say that the sun or solar radiation or any of these things are bad because it is also a source of life. Uh, and rejuvenation, but there are, these blasts are intense. That is the point. It it levels up in intensity. So this 24-hour period that we just had, basically over this entire weekend, I'm recording this on Sunday, the 20, what's the date? What's the date? I'm recording this on Mm -hmm. Sunday, the 24th. And, um, the solar activity has been just really bananas, like, uh, constant. That's the thing. Usually these happen, they burst, and then it's like maybe a three to four hour stream coming off of that eruption. But this was just like thirty-six hours of solid uh extra solar radiation, extra cosmic rays coming from the sun. Um for me, that felt feels like tired. And what I think that quick Schumann blast is about is a reboot for those of us who are already awake and in higher consciousness levels and a, uh, like a push where a whole lot more people awakened. Um, I think this is what this particular human pattern is. It's why we have that long calm and lull before it happens so that those of us who do possess the higher consciousness have some time to, rest up and hit the ground running when a whole lot more people, uh, come online because that is what happens. Um, and that's why a lot of people are saying, Oh my gosh, it's so loud. And why I'm having like these spontaneous mediumship experiences all the time, even just reading someone's random post about, you know, anything it's been wild. Uh, lots of people reporting, intensified intuition, um, abilities they knew about, and then new things they didn't know they could do. Um, so I think that period of time before we go into this activation pattern, which is designed to be a fast burst that wakes up a bunch of people. Um, I think that's our, our time to rest up, uh, which thankfully I've been, been kind of doing that as much as I can. Um, so so then in the meantime i'm watching all this solar activity right and tracking that noticing how it feels in my body um then i notice that i have started hearing what a lot of people call the hum again it is not the high-pitched ringing in your ears that a lot of us intuitives have this is a different tone it's one of those things where you know only two to four percent of the population hear this sound. Um, it's uh like a mid range frequency, it sounds like an idling truck, and you feel it in your body. Um, and it's it's you know people who report hearing this, it can drive you nuts because you're trying to find the source of this, and the source of it is you. But I do have a theory. Um, after a lot of reading this weekend as to another thing, it might be that nobody has considered yet because this thing hadn't been really observed scientifically. So I'm watching all the solar activity and I find this other gentleman who does, um, reporting on this stuff and he was sharing. And then, and then I wound up reading another article about it. But he was sharing um, an AI generated model of the cosmic rays coming from the sun and impacting Earth, which normally has a typical pattern, like imagine if Earth was a car going down a highway and the cosmic rays are the wind hitting the car. And, you know, you've seen those commercials where they illustrate it with smoke, where it just kind of goes around the car and then goes back into a single stream, um, which is normally what happens to Earth. But for some reason, that's not what's happening. And uh, what is happening is that there are cosmic rays coming from the opposite direction towards Earth, almost as if protecting, shielding, or counteracting um, the pressure on the ionosphere right now. Um, It kind of reminds me of the concept of friction with a butterfly in a cocoon, almost like this is Earth's friction as Gaia's consciousness is expanding. But this is the first time they've observed this pattern And it doesn't mean it hasn't been happening before, but it's the first time they observed it. So part of what the way they describe this, um, it's like exactly what I've been saying that grid work and my sensation of when I, I wake up or when I'm in one of those states of extreme tiredness where it feels like I'm holding the world together, but I'm not moving at all. And, and I feel that, uh, pressure. So, um, let's see, I'm scrolling through this articles here because I want to, uh, Uh, the researchers found when solar wind pulses strike the magnetosphere, the waves that form not only race back and forth along earth's field lines, but also travel against the solar wind. So, Um, let's see, it's similar to what happens if you try walking up a downwards escalator, it's going to look like you're not moving at all, even though you're putting in loads of effort. So that is the effort. These standing waves can persist longer than those that travel with the solar wind. That means they're around longer to accelerate particles in near earth space leading to potential impacts in regions like Earth's radiation belts, Aurora, and or ionosphere. Um, so these standing waves, um, and they actually also have a sound that they have recorded, which I, I, don't, I don't think I can play it for you this way, but I'll put the link in notes, which sounds a bit like the hum, to be honest. Uh, let's see. You can hear the deep breathing sound of the standing surface waves persist throughout rising in volume as each pulse hits. Higher pitch sounds associated with other types of waves don't last nearly as long. So my little piecing together the breadcrumbs brain, um, finds that all very fascinating. What the aliens, the guides, the whatever you want to call them that I work with told me is that, and, and this channel that came through Saturday night, I have to tell you, was that only, no, it was Friday night. Yeah, Friday night that happened. Last night I was just like, please let me sleep. Uh, Friday night. Download came through about all of this before I had found this other article talking about the standing waves and how it, it feels like you're putting out all this effort, even though you're not moving. So it's a lot like if we were, you know, treading water and choppy seas and fighting against a current to try to stay stationary, we're going to be expending an enormous amount of energy and effort. So I feel like those of us who are more tuned to planetary good work and geospatial uh, conditions are going to feel that more. And that is part of what we are feeling. Um, Not exactly sure what to do with that information yet, but. Oh, boy. So this download uh, Friday. This channel that came through it wasn't even like an it or a who it was more like a what and and uh, it felt like I was talking to the mechanical structure of the galaxy, the universe source i it's very difficult to explain because I still don't, I mean, it's going to be a while when these things come through like this. Like for instance, when I got the knowingness about embodying the goddess nemesin, it took me a good month to digest that all and start to understand it and process it and incorporate it. So I feel like, uh, all of this is probably going to work similarly, but that channel that came through was basically that the oppositional rays, that they don't know what they're coming from. Um, so it's kind of creating like a hurricane, like a, a magnetosphere, like a electromagnetic field hurricane surrounding the earth. And I just think some of us who have embodied this planetary energy and are meant to do this work and have been doing it in our sleep our whole lives we feel it and so that is when we require rest that is when we require gentleness with ourselves and you know you don't always have to be engaged with it sometimes you just need to like have fun and do other stuff as best you can I mean obviously if you're tired and you're flattened just rest sleep you need it you need the baths, you need the rest. Uh, Because when it um, finishes and completes that cycle, then uh, you'll have your allergy back. So I think sometimes we worry that like we're going to be stuck in that tired state forever. Um, What I want to say about the physicality of this, it's very interesting. I hear people even who speak out against ableism or not against, but uh, because I don't like to be oppositional as much as possible anymore, but um, who speak out about ableism in the spiritual community, they will then turn around and do things like um, post about the size of their body in a way which is basically implying that, Anybody else whose body isn't in the same sort of shape as their body has something spiritually wrong with them, and that's ableism, folks. <laughs> so, uh, I am starting to think that there are certain things, like um, Ehlers Danlos, for instance. This is a genetic mutation of the connectic tissue, connective tissue of the body. It makes you very hypermobile, your skin is extra elastic um, and velvety, which is kind of nice, but it also can cause, you know, really severe things, um, and it causes joint dislocation and all sorts of things, but I am continuing to meet so many grid worker type people who also... Have Ehlers-Danlos, and the, the fact that this is genetic can't help but make me wonder if this is a was a starseed DNA type of thing where some of us have that physical construction so that our physical bodies could withstand the pressure of the type of grid work that we are here to do while we were doing it in our sleep and unconscious of it. The thing just read 2222, so that was definitely a truth. Um, So my point with all that is that whatever you need to do to manage your experience as a human on Earth while also having the energetic planetary energy uh, consciousness going on to manage your, you know, your physical experience of it. If that means that a doctor says you have fibromyalgia or a doctor says you have Ehlers-Danlos or a doctor says you have, you know, an immune disorder, um, that doesn't mean you don't have those things. It just means that there may be a reason that you have those things or that your body responds that way. And there's nothing wrong with doing whatever you need to do to be at optimum levels of wellness and um, pain-free living. Uh, It is not some kind of failure on your part if you need more rest. It does not mean you're not Uh, spiritual enough. It just means that you have a different job than Yoga Barbie. You know, you have a different job than um, the person who doesn't have your human experience. I don't know why this is so hard for some people to get and why they keep trying, why they don't understand that completely perpetually trying to fix quote-unquote fix other people is ableism for me I need my extra padding it is the reason that I am alive I have had autoimmune disorders which uh, went through phases of attacking me throughout my life and having The extra weight on my body prevents me from having my organs attacked and dying when those things occur. There is a lot that I have been able to figure out to do to control those things, to prevent serious flares. And a lot of it goes against everything that diet culture and medical discrimination tells us to do. Like... If you have autoimmune disorders, vigorous exercise is bad for you. More than just, you know, a nice walk or, and there are exceptions to every rule. But when you have something like lupus or Sjogren's syndrome or any of those things, um, overexertion, which, yes, strenuous exercise boosts your immune system. Guess what's bad for people (laughs) with immune disorders? Boosting your immune system. So most doctors and experts now in those fields will recommend more um, gentle exercise like swimming, Pilates, yoga, those types of things. But even that can be overdone. So my point with all that is just listen to your body. Don't listen to people who tell you That if you're not in some sort of state of physical perfection, there's something wrong with you or that you need to be fixed or that you're not doing life right. Let's see, uh, the sun, the current, the hum, I think that's all of it. And so what I've noticed happens for me personally is when I get into one of these states where I'm going to be given a whole lot more, uh, you know, real world scientific data based information, and new concepts and new downloads and new channels that I need to be away from social media a little more, I need to be putting out less content, I need to not be putting up free cards of the day and uh, doing the readings um, that I do on TikTok because I need that energy for this other work that I'm temporarily doing. Um, I see it kind of like a sabbatical for a professor that happens sometimes. So when that happens, my focus is on the Patreon and on this podcast and doing the best I can with that plus Meow Podcast, of course. Which I know you're all thinking, wow, isn't that enough? But my point is just, there's a tremendous amount of time and effort that goes into putting up free online content. So when I'm going through a state where I need a whole lot of rest, I'm incubating some thoughts, I'm putting together new information, and I just need to be in a state of quiet so that I can hear the hum so that I can hear the channel, so that I can uh, just peruse science articles and follow the trail that I'm being led down. Um, I really don't have the energy for those other things. So uh, that's where I've been. And I love you all. I will have Marie Spiroff's uh, interview out in the next day or so, hopefully. And then I also need to record another episode about, um, big pharma. Interestingly enough, you wouldn't think that was a topic I would normally cover, but in a a very beloved friend and podcaster, associate of mine, uh, supernatural Sarah, she did an episode about big pharma with relation, uh, with relationship to, um, substance use disorder, uh, which we used to call addiction. And, it made me realize a lot of things about my personal history with chronic illness and pain management and also my mother's and just some of the pitfalls and what they tell you and how, you know, the only difference between me and someone who did become physically dependent on medications or, um, you know, or who accidentally overdosed or whose life blew up was just a few bits of luck, to be honest, and um, having a healthy skepticism about whatever pills they were always trying to give me because they started that at such a young age with me and there were many times where the medications they were trying to give me for lupus made me sicker than the lupus did. So, or more sick, I guess would be the term, uh, at any rate, that's what I have for you. I just wanted to get that out real quick and tell you all that I love you and we're going through, um, an, another big shift. Uh, and if you're, you're, you know, just give yourself a break. You don't have to be, we we've gotten into this habit where it's like, always be healing. Healing doesn't always mean that you're, you're doing shadow work or journaling or reading an article or, or meditating. Sometimes healing is just living life, you know, as best you can in the middle of the current situation. You know, if you're someone who can go to a movie or have a movie night at home or go outside in nature, go to a concert or Make some sort of fun with yourself or your family or your pets at home um, or out in the world. That is also healing. Living and enjoying your freaking life is also healing. So stop putting so much pressure on yourselves. I love you so much. That's the only thing I'm going to boss you around with is to stop putting so much pressure on yourselves. Um, I'll be back with a more formal episode soon. And I just, I just love y'all to the moon back. You're doing an amazing job. This is why so many more people keep waking up. Uh, the more of us that stay in this flow and engage with this higher consciousness, the more it allows others to do the same. as per usual, I forgot a few things and it needs to come out now or it might get lost again because there's so much information coming in at the moment. Just so you know, I am perfectly engaged with driving. I am uh, recording safely at the moment. So a few things I forgot to mention are uh, during this push-pull feeling, um, some of it some of this experience can feel a lot like motion sickness or like the feeling you get when you go up in an airplane and come back down where you have pressure in your ears and in your your sinuses and whatnot and then that pressure is relieved. You you know, it it can feel like all of those sorts of phenomena or sensations in your body um, as if you were... uh, going deep underwater and then coming back up again, those pressure changes seem to be felt. So part of what I'm being led to as a temporary conclusion, because nothing ever seems to actually conclude, you know, uh, a temporary conclusion about all of it is that um, some of us are geared this way some of us are geared to be the yoga Barbie and to be that person and be in that energy. And there are other people like them who need them, but there are people like me who need me. There are people who have these physical experiences that are different than 96 to 98% of the population of the world. So, uh, I don't think that that's an accident. I don't think this is just some kind of genetic mutation or dis-ease. And that after all is one of the greatest uh, paradoxes of the human experience is that with modern medicine and even with holistic medicine. um, Things are viewed as a dis-ease rather than a divinely created construction of who you are your DNA your physical experience we are who we are for a reason and that doesn't mean that we shouldn't find ways to make it better or, or heal what we can or you know treat what we can I'm not saying anything like that I'm saying that you know for me for instance um my core it is important for my core to be thicker it just is I generate and amplify so much energy that my physical construction must be this way. Uh, I don't know that my body will ever be a smaller body. And if it's not, I'm completely fine with that. And I have been <laughs> slapped upside the head over and over again. Um, by source, when I attempt to fight my construction, when I attempt to do things which are, you know, supposedly in the earth experience and in medical opinion and in common public opinion, what I'm supposed to be doing with my body, uh, those things kill me or at least pretty damn well try to. (laughs) So, um, I think these things which we are told are dis-ease, what if they're just sensors? Because we just, we simply sense something that others don't. So the fact that some of us sense these things that others don't tells me that there is a purpose and a reason for that. And I don't mean in the context of, oh, everything has a meaning in divine timing and all that. I mean, and that's all true for sure. And I believe all of that. But what I mean is that I, I think we're very close. And this is why I want more of you to please join the Patreon and come join this conversation. Because I think we are so close to figuring out why, beyond what we've already figured out, why we have these sensors and... What, if anything, we're supposed to be doing when we sense these things, you know, that is the thing I'm after. I'm after finding what is the purpose of some of these different phenomena that we experience, some of these different patterns and cycles, because my physical experience and my vitality from six months ago to now is... Just remarkable, miraculous. And I believe that is because I am more consciously doing these things. And so I know that the more we figure these out, the more these sensors become abilities instead of diseases. So I will leave you with that. And if anyone has your own ideas of what these. Senses, what these sensors that some of us have in particular uh, to things like solar activity, Schumann resonance, geological disturbances. Uh, if you have your own ideas about what those sensors are for, um, let me know. Much love.
0: A song about the place I come from, that stars on the moon at all Where people's hearts are filled with passion, I miss it so Cause I'm here chasing love, in my land of great romantics I'm the biggest dreamer of them all No way to stop their desire to change and to improve our world One invented Esperanto, ready to move and to try something new I'm convinced that Chopin too would be some, if he had a chance to prove Though it's true, that I only know very few Simple words of his language I've cracked it, every Because the only words we need To communicate are the ones that can help me say I do love you And they make me understand you love me too Our love will take this world by storm If it's going We don't know, we don't even realize So you might get a better picture And if I say that I'm the today We all have the same hearts. I don't claim I'm curioca But Copernicus, though it's true That I only know very few Simple words of old language I've cracked it, I've decided Because the only words we need To communicate are the ones That can help us say I do love you And they make me understand you love me too Our love will take this world.